Chapter Four of Book Two of Metaphysics by Aristotle, translated by John McMahon. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Geoffrey Edwards. Chapter Four. But a doubt closely connected with the foregoing is one which, of all, is both the most difficult and the most requisite to examine into, concerning which our treatise at present is immediately occupied. For if there is not anything besides singulars, and if singulars are infinite, how is it possible to be in possession of a science of things that are infinite? for as far as there is something that is one and the same and as far as there is something that is universal so far do we attain a knowledge of all things but doubtless if this be necessary and if there must needs be something in addition to singulars it would be requisite that there be genera in addition to singulars whether they are the lowest or the highest but that this is impossible we have ourselves just now expressed a doubt but further if most especially there is something besides the entire when anything has been predicated concerning matter whether if there be a certain form must there needs be something universal in addition to some and not in addition to other things or is there nothing universal besides singulars if then there is nothing universal besides singulars there would not be anything that is cognizable by the mind but all things would fall beneath the notice of the senses and there would not be a scientific knowledge of anything unless one would assert the exercise of the senses to be science further would there be nothing eternal or immovable for all things sensible are in a process of corruption and are in motion but truly if there is at least nothing that is eternal neither is it a thing possible that there should be generation for there must needs be something namely that which is being produced and wherefrom it is produced and of these the last must be ingenerable if both the progress of successive productions is to stop at all and if generation from non-entity should be a thing that is impossible but moreover on the supposition of such things being in existence as generation and motion there must needs be a limit likewise for neither is any motion infinite but of every motion is there an end but that cannot be produced which it is impossible could have been produced but that which has been produced must needs exist when first it has been produced but further if matter be an existence from the fact of its being ingenerable still it is much more reasonable that substance should have a subsistence when that is generated so as to have a being for if neither substance nor matter shall have an existence neither will there be anything at all in existence but if this be impossible there must needs be something in addition to the entire namely the form and species yet if on the other hand any one will establish this dogma a doubt presents itself both in the case of what things one should make this assertion and in the case of what one should not for that this is not possible in the case of all is evident for we would not posit existence of any particular house in addition to certain houses but in addition to the foregoing points we may subjoin the inquiry whether will there be one substance of all things for instance of men 
now this is absurd for all things are not one of which the substance is one but are many and different this however also is an unreasonable statement and at the same time also how would matter become each of these and how is the entire both of these but further respecting first principles we would also entertain this particular doubt for if indeed they are one in species not will there be that is one in number nor will actual unity or entity have any existence and how would scientific knowledge be in existence unless there was a certain one in all things but truly if they are one in number each of the first principles also will be one and not as in the case of sensibles one principle of one thing and another of another as for instance of this syllable when it is the same in species the first principles also are the same in species for these likewise are different in number and if this be not the case but if the first principles of entities are one in number there will not be in existence anything else besides the elements for to speak of one in number or of the singular makes no difference for so we speak of the singular as one in number and of the universal as that which is common to these just therefore does the case stand as if the elements of voice should be limited in number all the letters necessarily must be in number as many as the elements since neither two nor more than two of them would be the same section one but a doubt of no less difficulty has been overlooked both by modern investigators and by our predecessors namely as to whether the first principles of things corruptible and of things incorruptible be the same or different for if indeed they are the same how is it the case that some things are incorruptible and others corruptible and from what cause does this difference arise those of the hesiodic school and all as many as are theologians fix their thoughts only upon the probable as it appeared to themselves but they have treated us with disdain for seeing that they make the first principles gods and to have been produced from gods whatsoever did not taste of the nectar and ambrosia they say are mortal palpably speaking of these denominations as expressive of things that are known to themselves respecting however the actual adducing of these causes they have spoken beyond our comprehension for if indeed the immortals partake of these for the sake of pleasure the nectar and ambrosia are in no respect the causes of their existence and if these are the causes of their existence how would they be eternal when thus requiring sustenance but respecting those fabulous systems of philosophy it is not worth one's while considering them with seriousness but from those who make assertions by demonstration it is necessary to ascertain in our inquiries why forsooth if entities are from the same source some of them are in their nature eternal and why others of these entities are subject to decay but inasmuch as they neither mention a cause of this and as it is not reasonable that the case should be so it is manifest that the first principles of these would not be the same nor would there be the same causes of them for also one whom any person would suppose to speak particularly consistent with himself namely empedocles has likewise experienced the same difficulty 
for he indeed is for establishing discord which is a first principle in his system as a certain cause of corruption nevertheless this would seem however also to produce entities that are beyond the one for from this are produced all the other works of creation except the deity the following at least are the words of empedocles Quote, from which are all things as many as were and are and shall be after and trees therefrom have blossomed and men and women and beasts and birds and water-fed fishes and even the long-lived gods and the subsistence of all things independent of these is manifest for unless discord were inherent in things all things would have been one as he says for when they would have come together then last in the conglomeration would stand discord wherefore also it happens to him in his system that the deity who is supremely happy should be less prudent than the rest of beings for he does not know all the elements for he is not in possession of discord but the knowledge of the like is through the like Quote, for indeed says he by earth we see earth and by water water and ether divine by ether and through fire the ruinous fire and by concord concord and by gloomy discord discord but to return to the point from whence our discourse digressed this at all events is evident that it happens according to the theory of empedocles that discord is no more the cause of corruption than of existence and in like manner that neither is harmony a cause of existence more than of corruption for while collecting things into unity it is a cause of corruption to other things and at the same time also he mentions no cause of the actual transmutation save that the thing is thus constituted by nature to take place mark his words quote, but when mighty discord was nourished in the members and rose up to the honours of deified time who holding the sway over them alternately had in the end surpassed the ample objects of god's adjuration as if indeed it were a thing necessary that a change should take place but he does not bring to light any necessary cause but nevertheless thus much at least he only asserts consistently for he does not constitute some entities corruptible and others incorruptible but all corruptible except the elements but the source of perplexity now mentioned is this why if entities spring from the same source some of them are incorruptible and some of them are not so that therefore the first principles of things would not be the same let this much suffice to have been spoken but if the first principles of things be different one matter of doubt indeed is whether these also will be incorruptible or corruptible for if indeed they are corruptible it is manifest that it is requisite that these also should spring from certain entities for all things perish into those from whence they derive their being wherefore it happens that to principles there are other first principles that are prior but this is impossible 
both on the supposition of the progression being stationary at some stage of its progress and on the supposition of its going on to infinity and moreover how will things perishable subsist if the first principles will be destroyed but if these principles are imperishable why indeed from these that are things imperishable will arise those that are perishable but from the others those that are imperishable for this is not reasonable but either is impossible or requires for its establishment much rational support and further neither has any one attempted to enumerate different ones but speculators assign the same first principles of all things the first subject of doubt however they entertain slightly regarding it as something trifling section two but also the most difficult point of all to examine into and the most necessary for the discovery of truth is whether entity and unity are substances of entities and whether each of them not being anything else this is unity and that is entity or whether it is necessary to investigate what at length unity and entity are as if another nature were the subject to these for some truly in that way and some in this suppose their nature to be disposed for plato indeed and the pythagoreans do not regard entity as anything different from unity but that this is their nature that it should be the same thing for the substance to be one and to be a certain entity but amongst natural philosophers empedocles for instance as if conducting the inquiry to that which is more known says that unity is entity for he would seem to affirm that this is harmony at least this is a cause in his system of unity being found in all things but others say that fire and some that air is this unity and entity from whence that entities both arise and are produced so in like manner is it the case also with those who lay down the existence of more elements than these for it is likewise necessary for these to reckon unity and entity such things as whatever at least they affirm first principles to be but it happens unless one will set down the existence of unity and entity as a certain substance that not any of the rest of the universals will have any subsistence for these are universal pre-eminently above all but if unity itself be not some particular thing nor entity itself much less will there be any of the other things that will have a subsistence except those denominated singulars but further on the supposition of unity not being a substance it is evident that neither would number have a subsistence as a certain nature that has been separated from entities for number constitutes the monad but the monad is the same as some certain unit but truly if at least actual unity and actual entity be a certain particular thing it is necessary that the substance of that thing be entity and unity for it is not any different thing that is universally predicated about them but these very same things but doubtless if actual entity and actual unity at least shall have any existence much doubt will arise how there will subsist anything different from these now i mean 
how there will be more entities in existence than one for anything different from entity has no existence wherefore according to the theory of parmenides it must needs happen that all entities are one and that this one constitutes entity but in both cases there is a difficulty for even on the supposition whether unity doubtless be not substance or whether any actual unity have a subsistence it is impossible for number to be substance but if indeed then it has not a subsistence it hath been previously stated why but if it has the same doubt presents itself respecting entity also for from what will there be another one besides the one itself for must not that necessarily be not one for all entities are either one or many each of which is one further if unity itself be indivisible according indeed to the axiom of zeno nothing would there be having a subsistence for that which neither when added nor subtracted makes anything greater or less he affirms this not to belong to the category of entities because entity is manifestly magnitude and if it is magnitude it is corporeal for this in every way is entity but the addition of such things in one way will make what is greater and in another will not make anything so at all as a surface and a line make that which is greater but a point and a monad by no means have this effect but since this philosopher speculates clumsily and it happens that there is something that is indivisible wherefore even in this way also hath one for him a certain reply as follows an addition of this sort will not make a thing greater but will make it more yet how forsooth from one or more than one of this kind will arise magnitude for this is even like saying that a line is made up of points but doubtless if any one makes a supposition in this way so that as some say from actual unity and a something else that is not one is composed number not the less should it form a subject for investigation why and how what is produced will one time be number and another time magnitude if what is not one be inequality and the same nature for neither is it manifest how from one and this nature nor how from a certain number and this nature magnitudes would arise chapter five but a doubt connected with these is whether numbers and bodies and surfaces and points are certain substances or not for if they are not it eludes our comprehension what being is and what the substances of entities are for passive properties and motions and relations and dispositions and ratios do not appear to signify a substance of anything for all these are predicated respecting a certain subject and no one of them can be said to be this or that particular thing but things which would seem particularly to signify substance namely water and earth and fire from which compounded bodies consist the heats and colds of these and such like qualities are affections not substances but all the while the body which undergoes these passive conditions alone sustains them as a certain entity and as being a certain substance but truly both body is less substance than a superficies 
and this latter than a line and this than the monad and the point for by these is body defined and these indeed seem capable of existence without body but the existence of body without these seems impossible wherefore the majority of speculators and our predecessors considered substance and entity to be body and the other things to be passive properties of this so that also the first principles those of bodies are the first principles of entities subsequent investigators however and they too persons that appeared endowed with more wisdom than these supposed such to be numbers as therefore we have said unless these are substance there is upon the whole no substance in existence nor no entity for the accidents at least in these it would not truly be worthy to call entities but if doubtless this is acknowledged that dimensions and points are substance rather than bodies themselves yet we do not perceive to what sort of bodies these would belong for that they be inherent in things that fall under cognizance of the senses this is impossible in this case then there would not be any substance in existence further however it appears that all these entities are divisions of body one indeed into breadth and another into depth and a third into length but in addition to these things in like manner there is in the solid every kind of figure whatsoever so that if neither mercury is in the stone nor the half of a cube in the cube in such a way as has been defined neither in this case would one surface exist in body for if this would be the case with anything whatsoever it would be with that which would separate the half now there is the same mode of reasoning in the case of a line and a point and a monad wherefore if body especially be substance and if these are substance rather than this and these have no existence nor do certain substances exist there eludes our comprehension what entity is and what is the substance of entities for in addition to the statements that have been made those irrational consequences relating to generation and corruption also take place for indeed substance when not previously existing it comes into existence now or when it which formerly had an existence afterwards ceases to exist the substance i say appears to undergo these affections namely production and corruption but points and lines and surfaces cannot possibly arise or be destroyed though sometimes these have a subsistence and sometimes they have not for when bodies mutually touch or intersect each other at the same time that they touch they become one and at the same time that they intersect they become two so that points lines and surfaces when bodies are compounded together have no subsistence but then have been reduced to corruption but when bodies are divided these rise into existence though previously they had no existence for a point truly that is indivisible is not capable of being divided into two and if they are produced and destroyed they are produced from something but in a similar way is it the case respecting the present time which is contained in duration for neither does this admit of being generated and destroyed 
but nevertheless invariably seems to be a thing that is different not that it is however any particular substance in like manner also it is evident that it is the case both respecting points and lines and surfaces for the reasoning is the same for all these in like manner are either bounds or divisions chapter six but upon the whole would one feel perplexity why also it is necessary to investigate into certain other entities besides sensibles and media for example such as we posit as forms for if it is on this account because mathematical entities indeed differ from those that are here in a certain other respect yet in regard of there being many of them of the same species there is no difference in this wherefore the first principles of these will not be limited in number as neither of all the lines which are here are the first principles limited in number but in species unless one takes the principle of this particular syllable or of this particular voice and the first principles of these will be limited in number in like manner also is it the case with things that are intermediate for there likewise things of the same species are infinite wherefore unless in addition to sensibles and mathematical entities there are certain others such as some call the forms there will not be a substance one in number and species nor will there be certain first principles of entities so many in number but in species if then this is necessary the subsistence of forms on this account is necessary also for even although they who make such assertions do not propound their theories with distinctness yet it is this which they aim at and they must needs affirm this that each of the forms is a certain substance and that not one of them subsists according to accident but doubtless if we posit the existence of the forms and of the first principles as one in number but not in species we have declared the impossibilities which must need come to pass contiguous also to this inquiry is the question whether elements subsist in potentiality or in some other manner for if indeed in some other manner there will be something else that is prior to first principles for potentiality is prior to that cause but it is not necessary that everything that is potential should be disposed in that way but if elements are existent in potentiality it is admissible that none of the entities should have a subsistence for it is possible for that to exist which not as yet has any existence for indeed that which has no existence is being produced but nothing of things that are impotential is produced and these doubts then is it necessary to moot respecting first principles and there remains also the inquiry whether universals exist or as we say singulars for if indeed universals exist they will not be substances for not of those things that are general signify this particular thing but a thing of such a sort but the substance is this particular thing but if it will be possible to exhibit this particular thing and that which thereof may in common be predicated in such a case many animals will socrates himself be and man and animal if each signify this certain particular thing and that which is one 
if indeed therefore first principles are universal these consequences take place but if they are not universal but are as singulars they will not be objects of scientific knowledge for the sciences are conversant about all things that are universal wherefore will there be different first principles prior to principles namely those that are predicated universally in case there is likely to be a science of them end of chapter six and end of book two recording in memory of mitchell edwards